You are now tuned in to J&J West Virginia Sports Today, discussing all of West Virginia high school sports here on this podcast. And now here are your hosts, Jeremy Thomas and Jordan Spurlock. All right. Hey, guys. This is Jordan. Welcome to uh, the, the weekly podcast. Uh, I got Jeremy here. Um, you know, just coming to you from the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Trying to provide you guys with some content, something to listen to. Uh, we appreciate all of our listeners, obviously, and everybody that follows us. But uh, we've got uh, a special treat for you guys today. Um, we got an assistant coach at uh, for a men's basketball coach from the University of Pikeville, uh, Sydney Christ. Coach, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, guys. How are you all? Oh, other than being in quarantine, I mean, I guess I guess we're doing good. It gives me. No excuses to clean up around the house. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's one of the things about this quarantine life. My car's clean. My house is clean. It's the first time in a long time both those things been clean at the same yeah. time. So one of the good things. Definitely, definitely. Now, Coach, first and foremost, we appreciate you taking the time out and talking with us today. Um, we'll just dive right in. Now, obviously, you know, you coached in the, the MEC for a while. Um, now you're down at Pikeville. Um, for, what got you into coaching? Well, I actually, uh, I went to Midland Trail High School in Fayette County. Um, and so my dad was a high school coach for better part of 30 years. Um, and so I kind of grew up in a gym. You know, I don't remember a time when I wasn't in a gym around basketball. And played in high school. I was just an average player, I guess. And got in lucky enough to be a walk-on at Glenville for a year and met some good people there. And, um, you know, once I got to Glenville, I quickly realized that playing probably wasn't in my in my future. So um, I actually left Glenville, went to Fairmont State, became a, a student assistant from there. And then uh, after Fairmont State, I was at the University of Charleston for a year, Washington Wesleyan for a year, uh, and now I've been here at U-Pike for, for two years. Very nice, very nice. Um, Coach, uh, what can you say has been – who have you learned from the most – uh, as a student, as a student coach. Well, you know, I was at Fairmont State. I worked for I worked for uh, Joe Missoula. It was a, the assistant coach at the time. Um, he kind of mentored me and took me under his wing. And then the head coach here at the time was Jared Calhoun. Um, and so, obviously, he's now the head coach of Youngstown State. So he he's a he does a tremendous job. Um, but but Joe really Joe really took me under his wing and mentored me from from the time I really got to Glenville. You know, I was a kid uh, going out of high school and, and really went to Glenville partly because he was there. I mean, I just two years removed from playing in a final four and, you know, being a West Virginia fan as a kid growing up, I couldn't believe I was going to have the opportunity to be around him and, and, and play for him. Um, and then after I got there, we kind of became friends, you know, we weren't that far removed in age and, uh, he, he became kind of my buddy. And then from there, he, he kind of showed me the ropes, you know, he's now an assistant coach with the Baltimore Celtics and he's unbelievable. Like the guy just remembers everything and he just, he just knows everything. Like it's right. crazy. I mean, I know, I know we're always growing and learning, but he just, he just, he's unbelievable. So, um, he, he did a ton for me in terms of basketball wise, in terms of, of personal development. You know, when I was at the university of Charleston, uh, coach Dwayne Osborne took, uh, and an incredible amount of time to spend with me personally and, and developing, um, you know, good habits in terms of, of, uh, yeah, how people see me and how I carry myself and those types of things. So, um, both of those guys have been huge in my personal growth. Um, so, 
be around people like that and, and to be able to, to have relationships like that is, is awesome. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Joe is certainly a fan favorite in the state, you know, for his time with the Golden Blue. And, and he has really moved up the coaching ranks fast. Um, very impressed with his rise. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the University of Pikeville and, uh, you know, who the guys you have this year and who you've got coming back and, and you know, what your all's philosophy is and that sort of those sort of things? Yeah, so, so the University of Pikeville is located in eastern Kentucky. Uh, I'm about 25 minutes from the West Virginia border. I'm about 25 minutes from the Virginia border. Um, so it's very much like southern West Virginia. Um, it's very much like, you know, central West Virginia. Um, it, it's a beautiful campus. We have a mid-school and an optometry school here. Um, in, terms of, in terms of basketball, there's great tradition here. Uh, Coach, Coach Wells, um, is recently resigned from being a head coach and is going to be the athletic director for the last few years. He's acted as the athletic director and the head coach. So he's resigned here uh, at the end of our season. And Coach Compton, who is the associate head coach, who's been with him for 11 years, is taken over as the head coach. Um, you know, I think when Coach Wells got here, I don't know that there was a gr- the greatest tr- uh, tradition. And I think they had some good teams uh, in the 70s. But, you know, when he got here, I think the last – 10 years or so before he got here was a bit of a struggle. Uh, and he really put the thing on the map instantly. Um, you know, national championship in 2011. And then, uh, you know, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20 all made the national tournament um, and won 20 games at least in all those years. So um, the, the tradition here has been great um, in, terms of, in terms of guys that we had this past season. One that you all might know, uh, Luke Lehu from Ripley, oh, yeah. uh, West Virginia. Uh, we had Luke. I, I had the pleasure of coaching Luke for three years, uh, his sophomore year at Wesleyan, and then the last two years here at U-Pike. Um, so having him has been a blessing. He's awesome. Anytime I can get you know a West Virginia guy around me, that's 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 a big time plus. Uh, and then you know coming back next year, we have uh, Jordan Perry. Uh, JP is from Morgan County, Kentucky. JP was was uh, second team All Conference, um, and he'll return. He'll return next year to play his last year of eligibility. So, been 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 blessed to be here. This is a, a really good spot, and I'm around really good people, and you um, play a really special place. Now, Coach, <clears throat> the big thing is is um, we've we've wondered when you're out recruiting, what what is some things that you look for in these kids? I think a, I think a part of that is um, you know part of the things you're looking for it's, it's really simple um you know the, this is crazy to even kind of say but the ability just to pass catch shoot and bounce the ball like those those four things are huge um you know i see so many things on twitter and wherever else are these trainers doing these crazy drills and all this stuff like just basic fundamental stuff you know that's that's kind of a long start of our game and then obviously there's a size of peace and uh, excuse me a piece of size and athleticism that goes into uh, goes into that as well. You know, you can't just be a good shooter or just be a good ball handler. You know, you got to be able, be able to do all those things. Uh, and then you know, there's a there's a piece of that that sometimes is God given and, and sometimes it's not. So um, you know, there's not a there's not just a blanket thing. I think you've got to be able to do all those things. And then obviously the the most important piece for us is having a competitive edge. Um, you know, I think if you take, if you have a group of kids with a competitive edge, 
and maybe they're not as skilled as you know the, te- the rest of the teams in your league, you're going to have a, a great sh- chance of winning just from having guys that are super ultra competitive, ultra competitive guys. Oh, definitely. Now, when uh, we talk about, I mean, you've been an assistant, um, you've been a student coach. What are your ultimate goals with uh, your coaching career? You know, I think um, that's an interesting question. I, I, you know, you get asked that question a lot. Um, you know, obviously, I think everyone wants to be a head coach at some point in time. But, you know, as long as I can live happily and, and, and raise a family and do all those things um, that you would want to do in a normal life, I think that's the actual goal for me. Um, so many people get caught up in going to Division One and doing that and doing the other. And a lot of people don't understand the time and and – the commitment that that takes. And, and obviously, you know, I, I'm committed to doing that, but at the same time, you know, I want to be able to spend time with my family and, and watch my little brother do his thing and, and um, do those types of things. So, you know, the goal is to be a division one head coach. I think that's all of our goals. So, um, you know, a realistic goal for me is, is to be, uh, you know, a division two head coach at some point in time. I think that's more of a realistic goal for me. No, definitely. I mean, when when you look at all the coaches, and I mean, you talk D one coaches. Um, obviously, you have Bob Huggins here at WVU. Um, you had Beeline here at WVU. I mean, they some very good coaches come through here, and um, the the name we're hearing, and you you brought his name up uh, early, is once Huggins retires, the name to replace Huggins is Missoula. Yeah, I've I've read that. Um... <laughs> I talk to Joe regularly, and you know, honestly, we've never ever talked about it. I just our 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 conversations are more about his family, my family, his team, my team, and we just kind of leave it at that. I you know I I won't speak on that. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, just and, I, and I, you're, you're laughing, but I'm being serious. I mean, we we really have never ever ever that, that that's never come up a conversation. Now I'm not going to say that that's true or false, but because I don't know one way or the other. But that's that, that's never. That's never come up a conversation. I do know that he loves his job. I mean, to be an assistant coach in the NBA with the Bulls and Celtics—that's that's a phenomenal thing. So, oh, oh yeah, being in the NBA and being for a franchise like Boston, the history that they have—I mean, I guarantee you that he loves it in Boston. <laughs> yeah. So, and he's from that area. I mean, he's from Rhode Island, so he gets to be close to his family there. And you know, I can—I'm—I'm I'm sure it would be hard to turn that opportunity down if he were given that opportunity, but. Like I said, he and I never talked about that, and that's that's something that I'm sure uh, that bridge will be crossed whenever whenever they get to it. So Definitely. I don't know anything about it. That's hard for <laughs> hard for me to hard for me to speak on. Right. Oh, I, I mean, I definitely understand. Now, what? Obviously, you've coached at multiple places. Uh, you're at U Pike now. How have you grown as a coach from oh, the time man. you started until now? Well, I'll tell you this. When I first started, I thought I was really good. I mean, <laughs> when I first started this thing, I thought I was really good. Now, like, you couldn't tell me nothing, and I knew it all. Um, and the longer I've worked at it, the more I've started to realize and, and know for a fact now that I ain't very good and I don't know it all. Um, <laughs> constantly learning, constantly changing. Uh, you know, one day I think I want to take a team full of high school kids. The next day I want to take a team full of transfers. Uh, so, and how I've grown, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. You go up, there's ups and downs, and, and, you know, different places. You learn different things. You work with different people, which I've been lucky to work for a ton of good people um, from the time I started. So you just – there's so many different things, and, and a lot of what learning is is also 
opinion and perspective because one thing that I found is that, you know, you go work for Coach A, and when you're working for Coach A, he might have a certain way of thinking and, and a certain way of doing the things that he does. And then you go for Coach B, and those, those things can be completely opposite. Right. But that, does, that doesn't mean that one of those guys is right and one of those guys is wrong. Um, all, that, all that means that there are different ways to skin the cat, obviously. So you have to, you have to uh, figure out as a coach which, ones, w- which one of those things you want to go with. And um, So at a point in time in my life, I thought there was one way to play defense and one way to play offense. And you know, now I've learned that there's a million ways to do both. So um, it's been definitely interesting for sure. Um, I've burned bridges that I probably shouldn't have burned, and you know now looking back, being older, more mature, I've tried to go back and and you know build some of those bridges back, and uh, I'm sure all young coaches have done that at some point in time. So uh, definitely been interesting for me. It's been an interesting ride, interesting journey. Uh, but when you get to be around the kind of people that I get to be around every day, with you know Coach Compton and Coach Faulkner, it makes it way more enjoyable working with people that you know and that, are, that you're friends with, and it makes learning and changing easier um, when you're around people that you're comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, not one of those things where you're afraid to bring up a new idea or afraid to try to learn something new and implement it. So um, yeah, definitely been, definitely been a roller coaster for me. Oh, without a doubt. Um, Coach, we're going to move away from sports for a minute. Uh, Make, have a little bit of fun here. So Okay. okay. So here's the situation. Quarantine's done. All right, we're off, we're released, this thing has run its course, and we're good to go. Where is the first restaurant that you're going to? Am I in Pikeville or am I in West Virginia? Wherever you want to be, wherever restaurant you want to go. Okay, I'm going to go to the West Virginia Sports Podcast. I'm going to go to West Virginia, and I'm going to Fayetteville, West Virginia, and I'm sitting down at Pies and Pints. Oh, man. I, I definitely understand. I feel you there for sure. Um, we got one here in Charleston, so, um, but coach, uh, we really definitely appreciate your time. Um, uh, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say? No, I, you know, I appreciate you guys having me. And I think, um, I'm a West Virginia high school sports junkie. Um, I love it. Uh, and so I kind of have a soft spot for West Virginia high school sports, especially in the people that are in West Virginia high school sports and, you know, really appreciate what you guys do for them. And, you know, when I was a kid, there really wasn't anything like this. Um, there's co- You guys cover teams that a lot of times don't get covered, so that's a, that's a really neat thing. And just want to thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for having me. And if you have anything for me, reach out. That goes for, you know, you guys, obviously, but the people listening, too. Um, you know, anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you need anything from me or have questions, my email is listed on, on our website, so don't hesitate to reach out. All right, Coach, thank you so much for everything. Appreciate you guys for having me. Not a problem. Have a good day. All right. All right, guys. That was the assistant coach at the University of Pikeville. We appreciate him coming on, taking the time out. And I, and, and I know, guys, we're in quarantine. There's not much else to do. But they still he still didn't have to do it. No, um, definitely appreciate him taking the time out and talking to us for just a little bit. But, guys, we got a lot going on. We do. Uh, we have the Wednesday show this past Wednesday with Trey and Marley Washington was fantastic. It was great. It was a great show, man. Um, we had fun doing it. And, and guys, that's the thing. Uh, this upcoming Wednesday, we'll have the player of the year, Miss Calissa Lacey on with us. 
Ooh. <laughs> on Wednesday. And then we'll have KK Potter also from Cabell Midland. Um, we're definitely excited, guys. We, we got talk, could talk some softball. We could. We could definitely talk some softball this week. But the following week, I believe it's the 15th, we'll have uh, two young ladies on from Herbert Hoover softball. Nice. So we'll definitely be able to talk softball then. Definitely. And then the week after that, we'll have Mr. Braden McAllister on oh. from G-Dub and the UC, the UC signee. And then just to get a little bit of everybody on the Wednesday show, on the 29th, the last Wednesday of the month, we'll have Caden and Donovan Davis from South Charleston High School football. We'll have nice. them on Wednesday. So we're definitely excited, guys. A lot going on. We got the Wednesday show. We got the Tuesday podcast. Obviously, the Saturday podcast is what you're listening to now that comes out on Mondays. Um, we got a lot going on. Hopefully, guys, we can get out of this quarantine because we need something to do. Well, I mean, you know, we're obviously we're bringing you guys content and we're going to continue to do so. Um, but it would be nice to have actual games to cover. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be nice because it's number one, it's starting to become baseball and softball season. Yeah. Um, we have a couple clients, Calissa Lacey and Jackson Holbert, who play softball and baseball, respectively. Right. Um, Jackson plays at St. Albans, who just won a state championship last year. And then Calissa, who plays at G-Dub, who lost in the, I believe, state championship game last year um, for G-Dub. So we need some coverage. <laughs> and once again, guys, you've seen our, our calendar has been released. Um, you, you see the names. Guys, reach out. We will get you on uh, at some point in the near, near future if you want to be on with us. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah, guys. And, and some of these shows that we have, you know, multiple guests on, and there's some shows that we only have one. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're definitely more than willing to get a, another another guest on that day. Um, we're excited because we're interviewing, you know, college coaches like today. We have Quincy Wilson at the end of the month. Um, we the have, run. Oh, dear Lord. It really wasn't even a run, though. It was a swing pass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was just running. Um, but we have, we'll have Quincy on. We'll have some girls basketball players around the state on. Um, we're from all over the state. Um, obviously, this Wednesday, we'll have Kalissa and KK on, um, obviously, from G-Dub and Midland, respectively. And then, you know, we'll have, uh, we have people on from Logan, Wyoming East. Uh, I mean, just all over the state. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, guys, we've said it on, on, on our social media. We've said it on here before. We do our best to cover everybody. We are based in Charleston. That is a fact. But we do everything we can to get to the outer reaches and the inner reaches of the, the state of West Virginia. Yeah, guys, we have uh, we had Kate Matheny on from university. Yeah. Um, we went down to McDowell County football season. Um, and we had, you know, it did some interviews down there, covered yep. some games down there. Um, guys, we try the best we can to get all over the state because look, there's five of us and that's it. That's it. Um, so yeah, it's a little hard to get to Martinsburg and Wheeling and all this stuff with just five of us covering. Right. Um, we're going to do our best to do everything we can guys. Hopefully Obviously, we posted the North-South roster. That's the thing I wanted to talk about. Um, obviously, we talked about it in one of our first podcasts. Should the North-South game be moved? I mean, we've had people tweet at us this week once the rosters were released and we're like, why don't we just play it in January? 
I mean, that's that's the thing. Um, I, you know, I, I think uh, you know. I'll just tell off you here. I think that's the best thing to do. However, the the only issue is finding a venue in in West Virginia that's going to be. I mean, here recently we've had pretty mild winters, but um, you know that could be problematic in West right, Virginia. Right. Um, nobody wants to. I mean, uh, nobody wants to pay in to come and sit in the snow, but. If you want to get the best of the best, I think that's probably the only way you're going to be able to do it. <clears throat> because here's the thing. Um, Mike Barron from Cap retweeted it last night. Uh, we talked a little bit last night when he retweeted that. And he, he made a good point. Is because in June, a lot of these kids that have signed to play at the next level are on campus yeah. already and they're not even allowed even if they're not on campus they can't play in a no, game the, their coach is definitely telling them you're not doing not anything in, yeah not in mean? june they're their college coach right right telling them you're not playing anything. exactly and that's the thing like um obviously the rosters were released um a couple of names that weren't on the list that were kind of surprising obviously jj roberts from cal midland gatorade player of the year was not on that list for the south um i didn't see elijah banks on that list no um, from Martinsburg, I mean, you you want to go local? We'll talk Isaac Isabel from G Dub, wasn't on that list. I mean, just a lot of names, and that's why I think you need to move it closer to the end of like right after football season's over um, to get this game played. And you because it's supposed to be an all star game. I would say, I, and I don't know this, I haven't researched it. I would be surprised if the similar games in the rest in, uh, across the rest of the country aren't played soon after football season. And if I remember right, coach Pennington did tweet about this back when we first talked about it, about it being moved to the closer to the end of football season, because right. number one, it gives them another option to recruit some guys. Right. Definitely. And that's the, and that's the big thing. Like when it's supposed to be an all-star game, an all-star game is the best of the best, best of the best. And, it's not, a, it's not supposed to be a consolation prize. Right. It's not supposed to be an afterthought. Right. And right now, I, to me, it feels like an afterthought. It does because, I mean, we went last year. Um, we, I, we West Virginia Sports News has actually been there the last two years. Um, the year before last was miserable because it was like 100 and some odd degrees. Yeah. Um, sunny. Like, it doesn't – and here's my thing. If you're going to keep it in June, play it at night. Oh, yeah. Play it in the evening. Don't play it at noon. Yeah. It is miserable because these kids, number one, are all padded up. They got the helmet. They got everything on. If I'm hot in shorts and a t-shirt, I could only imagine. Right. But why not play it in the evening? If you're going to leave it in June, play it at night. Definitely. Definitely. It's a great point. I mean, we, we've had a lot of discussion about this. A lot of discussion about this. And obviously, we kind of <clears throat> lean the same way on this one. We yeah. both think it should be moved to january you know whatever it is after football season's over that way number one the kids are still in shape in football shape number two you're getting kids that normally wouldn't play in it and i think that's the thing i mean from what we we talked to jj just a little bit not much just a little bit and it seems like he wasn't even invited wow it wasn't that he declined the offer and i know that with I believe, if I'm not mistaken, with the selection of the rosters, your coach has to nominate you, and then you get selected, I right. believe. But I just think that when you look at the rosters, I mean, there's so much talent 
That's not there. It's absurd. Um, I mean, there's still it's egregious. And don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of talent in this game. Oh yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from the kids that are playing in this game. But last year, uh, we we went and covered it. JT Hensley from Sherman was the player of the game. Right. I mean, phenomenal athlete. And it's just. It can be changed. I, I agree. It can be changed. Not. It, it probably won't be, but it, it definitely something could be done to make it better. And guys, we also talked about too that uh, you know the state title game should be moved from Wheeling. In our opinion, um, obviously, if you haven't seen it, it was I think another four years. They just signed a another, con- another uh, contract. Another four years. Um, so it'll be another four years up in Wheeling. So. Guys, give us your thoughts and let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about just about anything around the state. We'll love to talk. We like we like to talk about stuff that is going on in the state. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously North South game coming up, so we thought we'd mention that a little bit. Um, the reclassification starts next season. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, guys, just give us a topic. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll talk about, like I said, just about anything uh, going on. Um, but I would I would be remiss uh, if we got off if we ended today without supporting our sponsors. Um, so definitely want to go ahead and shout out Cryofix at One Eleven Hill Street, One Eleven Hill Street downtown. Uh, guys, if you're working, at, well, are they? They're, still? they're closed. They're, they're closed. They're closed right now. Well, and for good reason. Right. But um, during the season, when everything was when this thing works itself out. And we get back into uh, you know our normal activity, our athletic uh, events, and and working out and getting ready, um, guys. They're telling you they're your number one choice for recovery. Yes. After uh, after workout or training. And they just added the sauna, uh, which is great. They got the compression therapy, which we do during football season. We do it every Thursday with a with an athlete. And that'll that'll crank back up too. Once, right. Once we have you know once the once the seasons hit. Yeah, guys. Once once the SSAC makes a decision and the governor makes a decision on if they're going to finish basketball basketball season if they're going to have a shortened baseball softball season whatever the decision may be um once all this is done and over with and resolved we will be back uh, getting athletes into crowd fix uh, helping them out um and then guys also don't forget sports smart over in south charleston oh definitely. great 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 people guys they uh they do great work if you in like jordan's famous phrase if you can think it he can do it Definitely, without um, a doubt. But guys, they I've do, witnessed it. They do plaques, they do trophies, they do shirts, hoodies, any kind of apparel that you can think of. Guys, go check them out at five ten C Street over in South Charleston. And the owner, he just he's just a he's just a West Virginia sports junkie. Yeah, he, he loves it, West Virginia high school sports. Loves he will it. Do anything he can for you, guys. Let him know we sent you. Yeah. But guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in once again for the as the as the podcast is called J and J Sports Today. Um, But, guys, we appreciate everything, and stay tuned for more announcements, guys. Go check out our social media pages, Western Virginia Sports News on Facebook, at WV Sports News 1 on Twitter, West Virginia Sports News on Instagram, and WV Sports News 1 on YouTube. And, guys, once you hit hit that YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Pound it. And also, guys, there's a little bell at the top. Hit that bell, and it'll notify you every time we post new content or do the live stream on Wednesday nights. So, guys, we appreciate you all, and thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Love you all. We'll catch you next week.